1969, men walked on the moon, and right now, the Perseverance rover is traveling over the surface of Mars. As humans, we've achieved amazing things, so it seems odd that there are still incidents that happen on our own planet that science cannot explain. Some are natural phenomena, and others are strange occurrences that leave us scratching our heads and wondering what it's all about. Here we'll be taking a look at five strange phenomenons that are hard to explain. Andrew Carlson Andrew Carlson was 44 years old in 2003 when he was arrested and interrogated by the FBI and also by the Security and Exchange Commission known as the SEC. At that time, the US stock market had taken a downturn and most investors were losing money so the SEC and the FBI were curious as to how Carlson had taken an initial investment of just $800 and over a two-week period had turned it into a portfolio that was valued at $350 million. All of the trades that Carlson made were through unexpected business development. In all, there were 126 high-risk trades that the SEC said could not have been made without some sort of insider knowledge. In fact, some of the investments were so secret and high level that no one should have known about them at all. During his four hour videotaped interview, Carlton told his interrogators that he was a time traveler from the year 2256. He said that in the future, the year 2003 was marked as one of the worst years for stock buying, but that someone armed with prior knowledge of what investments would be successful could make a killing. So he had traveled back and had meant to be careful by buying a little bit of stock here and there and even losing some money at times, but he had just become too excited and got carried away. Although the SEC and the FBI believed that Carlson was a pathological liar, he provided the exact date of the invasions of Iraq and said that he could give the exact location of Osama bin Laden as well as provide details of the cure for AIDS. It is not known if he shared any other future events that may still remain as classified information. Carlson insisted on being released from custody so that he could return to his timecraft. He refused to give any details of the machine or its location. He was afraid that the information may fall into the wrong hands. It's strange that there is no record of Carlson before the date of December 2002. Until that time, it appears as though he never existed. Shortly after his arrest, a mysterious person posted his $1 million bail, and although he was due to appear before the courts in April of 2003, he did not show up and has never been seen since. His arrest was reported on several major news channels at the time. Two of the greatest physicists that the world has ever known, Albert Einstein and Stephen Hawking, both agreed that time travel was possible, and that there are rumors that the CERN laboratory in Switzerland which is home to the Hadron Collider, has opened up some sort of stargate during its black hole experiments. Many people have claimed that the story of Andrew Carlson was just an elaborate hoax, but no retraction of the story has ever been made in the press or in the news. The SEC and the FBI later denied the case ever happened and refused to comment. To this day, there is no clarification as to the existence or whereabouts of this supposed man. Skyquakes. The sky suddenly becomes black, there is a strange eerie feeling, and then there is an ear-splitting boom that comes without warning. 
The noise is due to a strange atmospheric event known as a skyquake, for which there is no apparent cause. In 2017, there were 64 reports of these occurrences from all over the world. Some of the thunder-like noises have even caused windows to crack and earthquake-like movement. One such quake shook parts of Manatee County, Florida in June 2003, and a deafening blast rattled windows of the houses nearby. The US Air Force and Navy have denied having any aircraft in the skies at the time, so it wasn't a sonic boom. And although the ground shook during the incident, the highly sensitive sensors that record earthquake activity detected nothing strange in June. There were no known weather anomalies either, or any reports of UFO activity in the area. Similar accounts have been recorded as far apart as Glasgow in Scotland and Canberra in Australia. In fact, the phenomena is so common that skyquakes have their own special names, depending on where they are in the world. In Japan, they are umamari, which means the rumbling of the sea. In Italy, they are brontidi, which translates as thunder-like. In the United States, some call the phenomena the Seneca guns. They believe that the sound is made by the ghosts of Native Americans, who are firing their guns to annoy the men who drove them from their lands. There are many theories for the spectacularly loud noise, such as the sonic boom of an aircraft breaking the sound barrier. It may be possible that the aircraft are not seen because the military is using a secret cloaking technology, which would make the aircraft invisible, but this cannot explain how the noises have been reported for centuries, long before aircrafts have existed. Another theory is that the loud noise is made by meteorites exploding in the Earth's stratosphere, but then there are no bright lights which could be expected to accompany such an explosion. Other explanations for skyquakes vary from them having human origins caused by electrical power lines, high-pressure gas lines, radiation or Wi-Fi devices, all being triggered by nature, by natural events such as tidal waves, electromagnetic interference from auroras, or strangely, sand dunes, which under the right circumstances create a variety of noises from low-level whispering, humming, to louder booming sounds. The reason for this sand dune phenomena is also unknown. Of course, one of the most interesting theories regarding the reason for skyquakes is the connection to UFOs, which I think is well worth a video on Destination Declassified. But skyquakes are not the only unexplained noises that are emitted from our skies. There are recordings of all sorts of strange phenomena, such as vibrations, humming, trumpeting, and even unexplained wailing, many of which we've talked about in previous videos. The question is, where do all these sounds come from? Don Decker, the Rain Man Donald Decker lived in Stroudsburg, Pennsylvania, and was 20 years old in February 1983. His grandfather James had just passed away, and Decker was feeling a great sense of peace, because unbeknownst to anyone else, James had physically abused Decker from the age of just seven years old. Decker was serving a 12-month sentence at the Monroe Correctional Facility for receiving stolen goods, but was given a week's compassionate leave so that he could stay with his family and attend his grandfather's funeral. He went to stay with a couple named Bob and Jenny Kiefer, who were family friends. At dinner on the night of the funeral, Decker couldn't help going over his past trauma in his head, and on becoming upset, he asked to be excused from the table, so that he could calm down and gather his thoughts. But once he was upstairs and alone in the bedroom, Decker became even more emotional, as he experienced feelings of rage against his grandfather, 
and he began to feel strange and unsettled. Then the temperature of the room dropped drastically, and Decker fell into a dreamlike state. It was at this time that he claimed to have seen a vision of his grandfather wearing a crown. Then suddenly, the figure was gone, leaving Decker with three deep scratch marks on his arm. Decker returned to his friends at the dinner table, but continued to be in a dazed state. Before he could explain what had happened, a frenzied banging noise began throughout the house, and then water started to drip from the living room ceiling and walls, and a damp mist appeared on the floors. The landlord, Ron Van Wy, was called in, and with his wife, he checked the whole house, but could find no explanation for the water leakage. Perplexed and a little scared by the situation, together the Kaifers and the Wise called the police. It was patrolman Wilbert, who was the first officer to arrive at the house. He walked into the living room and became soaked in water after just a few minutes. Next, Officer Bujan walked in and was amazed to see that the water droplets were traveling horizontally across the room, from one wall to another. The officer couldn't believe what was happening, and they ordered everyone out of the house and told them to wait in the local pizzeria across the street in the hope that Decker would come out of his trance. As soon as everyone left the house, the water began to dry up. Once inside the pizzeria, the same thing began to happen, and all the walls started to pour with water. The owner of the restaurant noticed that Decker was acting strangely. Believing that he was suffering from some sort of possession, she placed her crucifix on Decker's neck, and he immediately reacted as the crucifix burned his flesh. As the group left the pizzeria, the owner advised them to seek help from the church. Once they had left, the rain stopped falling. On arrival at the house, the rain began to pour once again, but this time pots and pans began to rattle in the kitchen. When Decker was accused by the Kaifers of playing some sort of practical joke, he started to levitate off the ground and was forcibly thrown against the wall by some unseen force. Once his furlough was over and Decker was back in prison, he found that he was able to conjure the rain at will. He was even able to make it rain in the office of Lieutenant Keenhold, who was a warden at the time, causing him to call in the Reverend Blackburn to come and see Decker. After speaking with Decker, the Reverend accused him of making the whole thing up. Immediately, the rain began to fall from the walls of the ceiling, and a strong, death-like odour filled the air. Now believing that he was actually in the presence of evil, the Reverend prayed with Decker for hours. Eventually, Decker seemed to be at peace, and the rain stopped. The incident is unusual, because there are so many witnesses to the event, and several of them held possessions of trust, including those of police officers and a prison warden. This makes it hard to dismiss what happened as just a hoax. Decker himself believes that he was possessed by the evil spirit of his grandfather, who wanted to carry on abusing his victim even after his death. But until this day, no one can truly explain what happened during that weekend in early 1983. What's your thoughts? La Bomba The Shania Timbishka also known as La Bomba, is a tributary that flows into the Amazon River in the Peruvian rainforest. It is about four miles long. Because it reaches temperatures of up to 100 degrees centigrade, it is known as the only boiling river in the world. The indigenous communities of the Ashaninka believe that the mythological snake known as the Mother of the Waters gave birth to the river, whose name actually means boiled by the heat of the sun. 
Andreas Russo was only a small child in Limba when his father first told him about the legend of a lost city of gold somewhere in the Amazon. His grandfather spoke of how the Spanish conquistadors found a terrifying river that boiled men alive as they were trying to catch and kill the last emperor of the Incas. As he grew older, Russo decided to become a geologist, and it was while he was studying for his PhD at Dallas University he remembered the tales. Because he was completing his dissertation on geothermal energy in Peru, he decided to try and find the river. Curiously, the tributary began as a cold stream. It heats up and then cools back down again at night. Very hot springs of water are injected into the river at various points. This also helps raise the temperature. There are also several hot waterfalls along the tributary. One has an impressive 20-foot drop into a large heated water pool. Some parts of the river are so hot that when small mammals, reptiles, and amphibians fall in, they are literally boiled alive. Russo reports that as the water is carrying them away, their eyes become a milky white color. As they are the first things to cook, then their external flesh begins to cook, and as they swallow the water, they are boiled from the inside out. There is no known volcanic activity beneath the river, and there are no geothermal vents, so no one knows why it gets so hot. One theory is that there could be a leakage from a gas or oil source beneath the river. Another states that the water is being heated in the Earth's hot mantle and is then being fed up to the surface through hot springs, but no one really knows for sure. Russo has started the Boiling River Project in order to research and protect La Bomba. The surrounding area along the river is rich with both diverse animal and plant life. It is known as a sacred place to the local people, an area shrouded with spirituality and legend. Healers from the nearby communities go there to commune with the spirits and harness the river's immense power. The area is under threat because of deforestation, so Russo hopes to have La Bomba declared a Peruvian national monument, so that it will only be used for ecotourism, conservation and research. Tourists are recommended to visit through the local healing center, who can provide detailed safety advice, as visiting the river can pose obvious dangers including second to third degree burns and death. Pont Saint Esprit On August 16th of 1951, in the small village of Pont Saint Esprit, in the south of France, a strange and sudden epidemic began. Some of the residents complained of mild symptoms such as heartburn, stomach cramps and a fever. In other cases, victims had vomiting and diarrhea a slow pulse rate, and some felt that their digestive system was on fire. Others had intense cramping of the hands, feet and calves. Symptoms varied widely. Many people had insomnia and were unable to sleep for days. Some villagers were running through the streets and screaming that someone was trying to kill them. Some were hurling insults and physically attacking each other. One teenager even attempted to strangle his own mother. Many thought that red flowers were growing out of their bodies. One person thought that his head had changed into molten metal, and there were several attempts at suicide, sadly, many of which were successful. A man who thought he was a dragonfly threw himself off a building in an attempt to fly. Luckily, he was not killed, although he did break both of his legs. One victim tried to drown himself because he thought that he was being eaten alive by snakes. In all, about 300 men, women and children suffered from the mass hallucination and seven people died. 
46 people were committed to asylums at the time. Some people were permanently damaged and continued to suffer from some form of psychosis, meaning that they couldn't lead a normal life after the event. But what was the event? The official reason given for the outbreak was due to ergot fungus. Ergot is a mold that grows on rye plants and will affect any products that are made with the contaminated grains. It was alleged that the source of the poisoning originated from flour used to bake bread at the village bakery owned by Rockbrand. Perhaps it is possible that the baker was accidentally or even deliberately responsible for the outbreak. At the time, the French liked their bread to be as white as possible and used substances, namely nitrogen trichloride, to achieve this. So it is possible that Roche had used some chemicals to bleach the flour and accidentally poisoned all of his customers in the process. Although what doesn't make sense is that bleaching of flour in France was quite prevalent in the 1950s and the problems in Pont Saint-Esprit had not occurred anywhere else. There have been other theories. Perhaps it could have been an intentional poisoning of the water supply, although not enough people were really affected for this to be true. Mercury poisoning could be responsible. One particular seed treatment that was used on crops at the time contained high levels of mercury. But again, poisoning symptoms from it did not include hallucinations. The official finding of ergot poisoning was based on evidence provided by scientists who were sent to investigate from the Sandoz Chemical Company in Switzerland. Among those scientists who visited Pont Saint-Esprit was a man named Dr. Albert Hoffman, who had coincidentally created the drug LSD in 1938. When the research group visited the village, Sandoz Chemicals were secretly working with the CIA. During the 1950s, the CIA were working on various projects, including MKUltra, and conducted secret experiments using the drug LSD. In 2009, journalist Hank Alberelli claimed to have evidence that the CIA had sprayed LSD over the village of Pont Saint-Esprit as an experiment but LSD breaks down quite quickly in the sunlight and has to be ingested rather than absorbed through the skin, so this theory also seems unlikely. Although many scientists have studied the outbreak, the cause of the plague of madness that descended on the little village of Pont Saint-Esprit in 1951 remains a mystery to this day. And so that concludes five strange phenomena that are hard to explain. What do you think are the reasons for these occurrences? We'd love to hear your thoughts and theories in the comments below. Thanks for watching, and as always, we'll see you in the next video.